Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. And we are keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. Uh, Stringjoy has awesome strings that you can do custom sets. Um, go check them out. All of us use them and love them. Um, they do yeah. small gauges, or light gauges. They got heavy gauge. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's smaller. So I mean, yeah. that's right, but it just sounds weird. And bass strings and acoustic strings, and I think they've got strings for your strings. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. I've so just, been seeing people uh, pick them up in the group too, and been enjoying them. So yeah, uh, I know that uh, Jamie Davis just got some not too long ago. So he put yeah, them on a was, few guitars. Yeah, but uh, so stringjoy.com. Tell them that the effects loop sent sent you. Like, let them know. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um. So Chris, what's new? Uh, nothing. <laughs> or, yeah, we didn't get anything, did we? <laughs> okay. Think. Huh? I'm trying to think if I got anything. No, I haven't. It's kind of weird. So, <laughs> oops. <clears throat> okay, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, so that was interesting. Um, so we'll go on to our gear news. Uh, this Might is gonna be like well. the shortest episode. If you notice, we're missing a person. Scott's not here. So, um, everyone light a candle for Scott and uh, just send some thoughts and prayers his way. <laughs> no, he, everything's fine with Scott. He's just, he's out of town, so he can't record with us. Um, yeah. So, we'll move on to gear news. And I want to point out we are staying focused, so maybe Scott is a problem. Uh, see, Fender's new Made in Japan guitar. So, why don't you uh, tell us about that, Chris? You found that, I yeah, um, Yeah, I don't know if these are necessarily new, because I don't really recall, like, Fender still making stuff in Japan, but I've seen around in groups that they still have. I just have no idea what's been made there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, what they're coming out with is a traditional 50s Stratocaster with a racing stripe. So, if you remember the... Like mid two thousands, I think they had like a series of Mustangs that had like a little racing stripe on them. It's like very similar to that, and we'll have the link down below if you want to take pictures of these. Yeah, um, and it says they're doing twelve string strats. Yep, the, you're bringing the Stratocaster twelve back. Okay, is that the one with I, the god awful ugly headstock? Yeah. Okay, this one's not as bad because I. Th- you, what you're thinking of is like it's still basically the strat like shape just like kind of elongated with the, the one huge i'm thinking of looks like johnny bravo's hair <laughs> yes yeah uh, but this one's a little more like straightforward so it's the stand like i don't know is it not the, quite a triangle so it's the one that's like but, uh oh wait wait i think i know i really should open the link but i'm having really fun time guessing is it the one that looks straight like uh, what is it this um, the original Telecaster the no caster uh, like it's just no. like it looks like a popsicle like a creamsicle oh kind of yeah. yeah just with like a little bit of like a beak sticking off of one side yeah for whatever reason <laughs> so it's not yeah. as like gaudy looking so props to that 
Um, The next one is a traditional 60s jazz master in Paisley. If you're into that. Paisley guitar. It's really, I think they're pretty. Yeah, it's a nice pink Paisley, so if that's your jam. Um, and then a mahogany offset Telecaster, which is basically a jazz body with tele tele uh, appointments and a P ninety in the neck. Hmm. So, uh, the good thing about all these is they're sub one thousand. The most expensive one is the traditional jazz master for whatever reason. But everything else is like 900 or 800. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if that's MSRP or if that's going to be like street value. So it could be a little less. So. Well, and then uh, the, the new Moore Michael preamps, they already had the line out, right? So they're just adding some more. Yeah, yeah. They're, they've had like, you know, your standard Vox sound, you new know, Mesas and all that other they had a Mesa you know, good stuff. And stuff like that there was like i think it was up to nine or something like that the numbers uh i think so and then a few i think it was maybe a month and a half ago maybe two months we covered the next like five they released mm-hmm. or so so now we're on 16 17 and 18 which is a phoenix uh which is like a german high gain metal mm-hmm. type of deal um the 17 is a Cali Mark V, which I'm guessing is supposed to be a Mesa, another Mesa style, if that's what's considered Cali sound. Uh, that's a little out of my wheelhouse. isn't it? Well, yeah. But I don't know if it... What is it? What's its description? Yeah, it just says Cali Mark V, which I think is a Mesa amp, so we'll just go yeah. with that. Uh, but the cool one is the 18, which is a custom plexi-based sound, hmm. which I listened to the video, um, and we'll, like I said, we'll have the links to where we got all this information. Uh, they actually all sound pretty good. Like, the first series of this line were kind of iffy. I think I even, like, showed Marissa them when I was, like, trying to decide what I was wanting to do, like, amp and preamp-wise. Um, but I don't know if you listened to these yet or not. No, I haven't listened no. to them yet. Okay, Mercy's not talking. She, we can't see you. We can't hear you shake your head. I said no. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, they're still got all the two channels on them, so yeah. I might actually like be tempted to grab the Plexi one and just see like how good it is. Yeah. Can I correct you? And the, what? Do what? What? Can I correct you for a second? Oh, she's going Yeah. That's Roman numeral four. Four? What? No. What was I? What the? You said five. Oh. I can't count. It's Monday. I'm not supposed to be able to count on Monday. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one is Earth. Okay, it's not officially announced, but it's been leaked. Um, which they like it should... teased it, and everyone was freaking out about it. And then yeah, by the time this post... airs, it should be announced. Huh? So I was gonna say by the time this episode airs, it should be announced. So 
go us <laughs> yeah well they uh um like everyone was like oh yeah blah da, 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 such and such like yeah. figuring it out and then someone posted it, they're like oh yeah this is out for sale at sam ash it was like 199.99 it's the aqueduct and then it's a uh uh vibe yeah so it's got, i think i counted nine modes to it yeah great depth and you can choose a bunch of different things so which i think is probably like one of the first like i guess it's not like univive i guess it's more like vibrato so there's probably plenty out there with multiple like sound options but nine seems pretty high <laughs> yeah compared to other things that are out there so well i mean cool. it was pretty cool because like um everyone was just kind of freaking out i think that was like pretty good uh marketing oh yeah so they had a really good way to do it with everyone kind of guessing guessing i saw it on quite a few groups at a time so yeah but, uh that was uh that's pretty cool and then uh the last thing we're gonna talk about is seymour duncan announces announces the foos so uh <laughs> scott found this but like i've kind of really wanted to talk about it so seymour duncan has made pedals before and they weren't all super awesome but like they were pretty good stuff but the thing is the seymour duncan pedals were actually cheap so i think the shapeshifter was like their tremolo and i had one of their overdrive or distortion pedals but this is a fuzz it's a fuzz synth and yeah a fuzz synth and it's got a filter like you do like a cocked wah or um it's got lfo assigned to filter frequency uh, like you can do a rhythmic filter by doing that um so it's got a tremolo i mean auto wah it's pretty cool so um it has canada in it all of those uh um like different things that you're getting in this pedal i'm sure i i can't find the street price on it yeah, I don't see it either, at least in the article. I'm, I'm guessing this is going to be about 150 bucks. Which, maybe, for maybe all the things it can do, like, I listened to the video, and, you know, it's getting into that, like, somewhat 8th, 8-bit, uh, like, territory, getting mm -hmm. into, if you're familiar with Stranger Things, which hopefully you are by now, it's got, like, that kind of synth going on yeah with it so for like a guitar pedal and you know with all the technology we have to like get those types of sounds from a guitar this is going to be pretty cool yep so and definitely that's something that i really want to try when it comes out yeah so hopefully so, they uh, have it at my local guitar center or maybe i can find a local dealer and see more duncan if you're listening uh email the effects loop podcast at gmail.com <laughs> and uh Hit us up. <laughs> yeah. Let us have some fun. Um, but that moves us on to our topic. So um, what do you guys think about... Well, this... All right. So I'm going to like explain the whole thing as my kid runs through to the bathroom. Yeah. We'll that was the door you heard. Um, but Will Hugh, a listener, uh, put on our, in our group, I'm asking pretty much, what do you guys think about bands who replace a vocalist? Um hold on i want to actually find the post because he no, worded I got the it post i well. can read it 
I like uh, the way he worded it. It was, yeah, what, um, what do you guys think about bands who replace the vocalist? At the risk of sounding a little hippy-dippy, I feel like there is a point where over where the overall sound of the band transcends one member. Yep. So, there's a lot of good arguments on it. Well, not arguments, but discussions and different viewpoints. And I think it's, like, I'm going to start it with, it's one of those things that everyone's going to kind of have a different viewpoint on. And it, honestly, I think boils down to what band it is and what connection you have to them. Cause there's some bands that like, you can't replace a single member or I'll be like, no. So, I mean, and there's some bands where I really don't care, but like, that's like incubus when they, uh, got rid of jerk Lance, the bass player, like it kind of just the band, it just kind of stopped for me. I don't like anything after that really, but like you could, if it was like Boston or I don't know, some other band, I would be like, I don't care. You're going to place everyone. But I think like a common thing is with these bands is when they replace their vocalist, they get someone who sounds like them, like sounds right. like the original vocalist. So at that point, I think, you know, go ahead. And if you're, if you're like turning into a cover band of your own band or whatever, <laughs> like you've got that guy who used to do tribute bands like, uh, Arnell did in yeah. uh, journey, like just go ahead and say journey. But I think like, if you're like wanting to write a whole lot of new music and do this thing, where you're you know trying to move forward i think sometimes like you should just change the name yeah at that point that's a good place to rebrand if you're going to be doing like a whole lot of new stuff that's maybe not for your old fans like yeah if i don't know you two decided to do metal because they replaced uh the guitarist or something like they replaced the edge i was about to say are you really not going to say his name like you don't know it (laughs) totally not super fan or anything <laughs> okay so um trey cool wasn't the original drummer in green day was he nope right no okay so they had they had a drummer before him but yeah, the, they... did what what did he play on any other uh stuff or was it has trey cool been the only recorded drummer I think uh, the what is it 1039 or smothered whatever that very first album in like 89 was I think that was their old drummer and then Dookie might have been Trey Cool's first okay so but like another thing is too is I I think you have to choose what you like when you want to say replacing a member because in my opinion even though you have the same name there's that there's to that point where you are um, finding your identity right towards the beginning of being a band. Mm-hmm. And then you have that like definitive lineup. Like yeah. we all like, like when Trey got together with Mike and Billy Joe, like you're like, okay, now that's green day. Yep. So, okay. So I think Trey is the only recorded drummer. Oh, really? Okay. Because 39 Smooth came out in 90. Right. And that's when he started. Okay, so it was like all their small town shows and stuff they were doing when they were starting. That was the old guy. If I remember a documentary, they weren't like too keen on his sound until like the old guy sound, especially like after they met uh, Trey at, I think it was like some kind of house party. I think is what I heard. And 
you know, they're basically like, okay, old guys get in the boot if we can get this guy. Yeah, um, so uh, Blink-182 replaced their old drummer, Scott, with Travis Barker. Now, Blink-182 had success with Scott. Uh, they Dude Ranch with Scott, I believe. Um, so that means like Cheshire Cat, Buddha, uh, a lot of their earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, still, you know, good Blink-22, but they really didn't hit it. I mean, damn, it was pretty big, but like they didn't have major mainstream success until Travis came in, did, uh, uh, of the state. Yeah, and stuff like that, you know, you can't really, like, pin the success on, like, one person joining in, either. That could have just been, like, maybe they were missing something, and, you know, that was, like, the 1% that they needed. Yeah, I think, like, there's times where you can change the singer, and it it also depends on, like, the way the singer left. So, like, ACDC, Bon Scott died, and then Brian Mm -hmm. Johnson joined in, and they're still ACDC. But, you know, one of the things I think, though, is it's not like it's just a swap out because, you you know, there's different eras too, like the Van Halen, Van Hagar stuff. So yeah. I think it's all like, it's hard to As pinpoint. The, like, yeah. I think my biggest thing that I kind of came to realize with the discussion was it all depends on the band and how you feel, like if there's a connection to them, like yeah. ACDC, As, I have a big connection to. So it yeah. kind of was like, there's two different eras. But I think it was okay. And it also happened when I wasn't alive. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't like experience it happening. Kind of like, um, I'm trying to think one that happened. That, I don't know. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots. All right. So that's one we've been talking about. And mm-hmm. we had a heated discussion about. Um, I don't think that Scott Weiland can really be replaced in Stone Temple Pilots because they've got this new guy, uh, Jeff something, I believe. Um, and he, they just recorded this, this album. They just came out with a new album and it's the first album that hasn't have, that has not had Scott on it. So, but I think the guy kind of sounds like Scott Weiland, like he's doing the Scott Weiland thing. Falls kind of into my whole like cover artist. Yeah. But, you know, it kind of, it's a weird thing. I mean, Alice in Chains did it with, um, was it William Duvall? Uh, I saw them live with, with Will and, uh, they, they were great, but Will's out there kind of doing the Lane Staley thing. You know, he's mm-hmm. just kind of, imit- kind of imitating that or taking what people expect and performing that. Right. Which is probably the best thing to do if you're like i think we used journey as an example in the like pre-up where we were kind of talking mm-hmm. of like how i think there's like a 20 year like lull for them when was was steve perry yes yeah, the one that died and then they brought in whoever the new guy is and now something you know, or like that's his last yeah. name or i can't remember I don't remember either, but like they've done apparently I was like one to make sure that they've done like albums with the guy before I like brought the point up and apparently they have. So, yeah, that's one of those points of if you're wanting to stay as a band, you know, make sure that you're getting 
Yeah, and he and, something and, close to the original. Uh, that's not the first person who replaced Steve Perry in Journey either. Yeah, because I've got stuff in the '90s and '80s, which I think yeah. Steve Perry so, died in like '78 or something like, like that. When I think of Journey, I think of stuff with Steve Perry. Yeah, I no think doubt. of faithfully open arms, you know, separate ways, stuff like that. Oh, okay. What? I dug in to, to Green Day. Okay. Oh my gosh, she's still on Green Day. <laughs> I am. So it was John, Thirty Nine Smooth. Okay. But Green Day has also had four drummers prior to Trey. In that like two year, two three year stint between. Oh wait, that was four years between he was ninety four. Eighty six and ninety. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So before Green Day got big. Huh. Oh, here's another example that you could probably talk on is when Bono was out of commission for a couple of U2's gigs and they had the Chris guy come in and fill in. No. <laughs> I feel like that's a bad example of filling in singers. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yes, Coldplay and U2 are similar styles. It just wasn't. But right. vocal-wise, they're they're not compatible, I don't think. Not yeah. at all. It was weird. It was very weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Have right. we really only been recording for 21 minutes? Sounds like it, and we've We're hit done. all of our points. Wow. <laughs> Um. Okay. <laughs> you know what? It's so that, a weird that just day. Goes to point. Everyone acts like Scott talk or I talk all the time. Right. <laughs> Look, I was in this episode and we finished in twenty-two minutes, and we talked about everything, and we got Marissa talking. Even Marissa talks, guys. Right. I don't know. How was your week? What's going on? <laughs> oh uh, it's been kind of sucky. Well, Why has it been sucky? Now we're getting to uh, getting to know the effects loop podcast section. I like our problems suck. I like long walks on the beach. Yes, <laughs> candlelit dinners. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Uh, that's all I do. I just walk on the beach and have candlelit dinners. <laughs> okay. Even in your alone time, you just walk on the beach alone and have candlelit dinners by yourself? I, I just actually walk with a potato in one hand and a candle in the other and eat it on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> just don't get your two hands raw potato. <laughs> it's very painful. Uh, Alright, so... I mean, uh, shout out to our sponsor, Stringjoy. Yeah, Stringjoy, I hope you're okay with the uh, shorter episode and we love your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like we should probably, you know what? Let's just spend the next fifteen minutes talking about strings, because <laughs> we know all about strings. They're made of metal. They're twisted. They have little ball things on the end. We totally what, know right, everything about. Right, I've got it. What if we start prank calling listeners? Like we we'll just turn it into a whole like morning drive to work show. Uh, we'll just start calling. Seems people. like the best and worst idea, but. I, I only say know that for two 30. listeners, so. <laughs> well, cool. so well, my mom and Will are you. Um, so. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Will. thanks for uh, sponsoring us, Stringjoy. Um, 
I guess, you know, for, for a short episode, you, hey, listen, y'all have a good week. You don't have to listen to us twice as long. Uh, for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. But hey, we gotta, you know, what? talk about <laughs> leaving us reviews on iTunes. Oh, we can spend five minutes talking about leaving us reviews any, on uh, iTunes. Yeah, At this point, they're just like, we shut ones. up and end the episode. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go leave us a review. I think we've got one or two good ones. Yep. We actually do check them every once in a while and uh, get a kick out of some of them. Um, I love the one that says that I'm usually wrong because that is actually correct. Well, now they can extra tell us how wrong you are in today's because it's not that long. So they can remember uh, what you're wrong about. <laughs> yeah. Take notes. That's that's take, your, notes. take notes of what I'm wrong about and just list it in the group. And I completely will go on there and just be like, yeah, I'm probably wrong about that. <laughs> yep, and also make sure you follow us on instagram at the effects loop and join in the facebook group because that post is probably still going to be there so if you want to jump in on this conversation like you tell might me have how, other, tell me how examples. wrong i am on this yep you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the effects loop or just search the effects loop and you'll find it and uh um, send us an email at at what is it the effects loop at gmail.com we need to get a at at the effects loop.com going <laughs> at the effects loop or no what would it be the effects loop at the effects loop.com <laughs> oh, no no no, no. we could each get our own individual one and you can send hate mail oof yes <laughs> marissa at the effects loop.com i'm just gonna start I'm, I'm just gonna start sending you emails for no reason <laughs> talk more talk less talk as much as you're talking now but don't uh all right but yeah uh thank you guys for joining us it's been fun so i'm gonna take a nap yeah so so for the effects loop i'm sleepy diaz (laughs) i'm slightly sleepy chris even though i had like a 16 ounce energy drink and should be bouncing off the wall right now and you had coffee and i had coffee Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before Marissa does hers, I want to point out that Chris actually uses the term Gucci. We didn't record the preamp, but it was in there. All right, Marissa, send us out. Send us out. <laughs> Just saying, I've been, oh, or do we break her? Did we break you? We broke her. I'm getting the death Get stare. Get out of here. Okay, bye. Episode, episode 25, train wreck. Bye. <laughs> and I'm Marissa. Thank you for joining us. See you guys. Bye, guys. Why is negativity always drawing out pics and every visualized love?
energized, lies together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make weather's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy. Never after, the world should be one. Hate annihilated, every heart is one. Love again. So, don't bother.